Welcome to the Drinkcast. Drinkcast. It's a it's a, another special episode. We've had two special episodes in a row. But we're getting very experimental, Lexi. I feel like we're giving the audience a very special treat. Well, that's the thing about this episode <laughs> is that, you know, during isolation and COVID and everything, uh, you can't really have an audience. But we want to have an audience because we realize that we perform best when we're showing off to people. Yeah. So we're taking it one step at a time. We're still being safe. So we have uh, we actually do have an audience today. So uh, let's let's give it up for the audience. You start one one audience member at a time. You see how that goes? That goes good. Next yeah. time is two. Yeah. They're safely distanced from each other. We're going to go one person at a time. One person. We're going to be extremely entertaining for our one person audience. And then we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. This could go terrible. I don't know. Yeah. We might have to go back to no audience. Might have to go back to no audience. But that's the only thing that we can really handle maybe. Yeah. You know, is like talking if no one's watching us at all. But that's okay too. Yeah. It's like those people who claim to be very good dancers, but no one's seen them dance. <laughs> that's me. Is it? Yeah. I think you're probably a good dancer. You think? I saw you do a jump kick once. I look pretty graceful. Is that a dance? Uh, in some cultures. Okay. I'm going to be doing this at the club as soon as they reopen. Just kick someone in the back. <laughs> Or the tailbone. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up again. It just never ends. That's just, a callback from a previous It just episode. never ends. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, I like seeing those people in clubs who are just so on cocaine that they think they're great dancers, but really they're just great at sweating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I like how like being at the club is like, a lot of different kinds of dancing. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's kind of coming from a different perspective where what if all you, what if the only the person, the only style of dancing, the person knows is line dance and they try to get that going, but they're at not a country club. I vote to be doing line dancing at the club. What do you think takes less talent line dancing or disco dancing? Disco dancing is a lot Uh... of pointing and this kind of thing. Well, you know, I always thought that line dancing was pretty unchallenging, but then I did line dancing like in high school. It was yeah. like part of our gym Why is class. that part of gym? I, I know, right? But it was hard. Do you remember? Did you do it? Yeah. Okay, it was hard, right? Like you had to do all like the little like hand positions and everyone went like you had to go in a certain direction or you'd fuck up the whole circle. <laughs> yeah, it really is teamwork. You had to be very considered to be good at line dancing. I always think that about swing dancing. It's like... Wait, do you guys, you two never met before you just know all the same moves and it just works? Yeah, like, I don't know. That That's always like made me wonder too because it's dangerous and then makes me wonder if there's like an organization where they like all set the rules about how swing dancing works because yeah, so, Like it, it seems challenging swing dancing, but then in essence, there's only like three moves. No, there isn't. Someone's going to get so offended by that. <laughs> We're like pissing off a, a community we don't even really know about yet. <laughs> I just like speaking ignorantly about anything. Me too. Just let people listen and be offended. Me too. Yeah. Please I'm be offended. Habitual line stepper. <laughs> um, speaking of risky behavior, I did Andrew Jen's podcast this week. Oh. And uh, Oh, by the way, drink it? cast. Oh, yeah, drink cast. Oh, no. Oh, man. What happened? Oh, that, is a, oh, that tastes like a margarita for sure. I like that. Marguerite. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Andrea Jin did her podcast via Zoom. She's still not standing in the same room as people. I understand it. She is a farmer now after all. Is that the podcast I fucked up? Yep. With Andrea Jin? Yeah, we're doing, yeah, on on our network. Yep. Great Andrea Jin. I had a realization about Andrea Jin that I had no idea about because I only know her through comedy, Mm -hmm. which is that she 
in as a teenager was like one of the like mean girls of her school. <laughs> Not in that she was like mean, but her and her friends were just like edgy. Like uh, uh, we were talking about, I can't remember how we talked about it, but um, check it out on her episode. But basically she just opened up the podcast with a story about how her and her friends were going to go to Mexico when they were 18. And she's like, yeah, and we wanted to smuggle a sheet of acid. What? So I just brought a book like I was going to study and I just put the acid in the book and then we just smuggled it. Then we got across the border and my one friend opened up her purse and she forgot she had a huge bag of cocaine in there. It's like, Andrea, gin. <laughs> what? what? In high school? Ah! What? And I realized they were like Heathers. They were like the, the girls who would like kick your ass. Yeah. Do Holy. cocaine over your dead body. I, I remember I was talking to my friend Coral, who was in the last episode, and we were talking about people that we went to high school with. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me about how pe- like there was like a big like coke ring in my school and like how like a lot of people like did coke. And I didn't You're just even, too innocent to know it. I didn't even know. What, You're just too busy stealing paintball guns to really they, take in the drug problem. Honestly, well, they, they were drinking a lot of Coca-Cola, I guess. I was uh, Coca-Cola, like, yeah. yeah. I you know, it, it's like... um. I heard corals in our audience, but the audience is just so vast. I can't, I can't see if she's, I don't know. It's just too many people. It's hard to in a crowd, you know? Um, yeah. Um, feel free to applause anytime, by the way, crowd. Um, yes. So uh, it's going great so far. Actually. I do. I do like having an audience. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think they're just really like, so staggered by our podcasting abilities that, um, that's why there's been no applause so far. Not yet. There maybe if we really kill it, we'll be lucky to get a, a standing O by the end. Um, hoping for it. Um, yeah. It, it, when you're just too innocent kind of to know about the devious behavior around you, but I was just surprised because <laughs> Andrea is like a very sensitive, like nice person to know yeah. that, she was a total deviant teenager. Yeah, that's a that's a kind of a shock to me. But then I kind of I get it through her like jokes yeah. and everything. But yeah, yeah, she's very yes, kind and sweet, and you'd never know. Yeah, I love that about her. That um, uh, her that she's a drug smuggler. <laughs> that makes me so happy. That'd be crazy if she had a rap sheet. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and then I was like, it's funny because we were talking about how when you're a teenager, there's like sort of like urban legends about drug usage. Like the one I remember is like, if you do four hits of acid at one time, you are now mentally handicapped yeah. and, and like stuff like that. I remember that too. And she was, when I told that, she was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. She was like, I would die. Yeah. I've never done it. I don't never know. Done acid. But no, it's uh, I'm surprised. Cause I feel like you'd really enjoy it. Well, I really like, um, have you seen like Noel Fielding? The, the, of course, he's a British comedian. Mighty Boosh. So good. Yeah. Um, you know, from his humor and like the shows that he's like written, yeah. it's so weird, but apparently he doesn't do acid at all. Mm. Like it's all just like from his like n- nature brain, yeah. like his natural brain. I yeah. like admire that. Mm. You know, it's an interesting thing that I noticed that um, I get when I do, you know, podcasts or whatever is inadvertently on Twitter. Someone would be like, Man, Kevy was so stoned. It's like, no, it's just, it's just how it is. It's just how I am. <laughs> oh, no. It's just my, it's like I have this way about me, I guess, that seems stoned, but I actually, I don't really like weed that much. I think I like standing in a semicircle outside yes. with my friends. I think that's what I like. I don't think it does anything good or bad for me. I just, it doesn't really, it's funny because a lot of musician friends of mine, they can't, they can't even get creative without it. I think it does opposite for me. I think it actually clouds my, my uh, 
thinking like yeah but maybe that's how i'm creative is i i like to have a plan and i like to execute it so maybe that's what it is oh no same like i i i don't know i get too in my head and uh, it's, it doesn't make me it makes me creative but like about like yeah. more than what i bargain for like i'm like <laughs> gonna go write a song all of a sudden i like want to go like build a dress suddenly i like, have this 17 piece orchestra and it's just too much right I'm trying to write a pop song right here Honestly, and I still don't know like the difference between the two, like the indica no, and the sativa. And, like everyone's yeah. like, oh, like well, I feel like everybody it affects them differently, and they decided some people that indica makes you sleepy and sativa makes you awake, and vice versa. I've heard it from both sides, <laughs> and I feel like I there's no I don't, I don't know I don't know the difference because you I know don't what know. I, I get because it's funny because growing up as you know when you're a teenager, some of your friends are just so into the culture, yeah, like. I got a subscription to High Times. It's like, all right. Um, they even make magazines anymore. But then it's like, I guarantee someone we know who is really into marijuana culture named their daughter Sativa. That has to have happened. Oh, I'm sure, right? Before they like, re- I mean, it would have ha- had to happen like. That's how much I like weed. It's like, right? yeah. But like while it was still a secret, like a lot of people didn't know about weed. Now that it's legal and everybody knows about it and has access to that information. It's, it's not like- rebellious. It actually has never been rebellious. It's prescribed yeah. to elderly people with yeah. glaucoma. Yeah. Your grandma's huge pothead. Her and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I think it's like, it's interesting because at a certain point is perceived as being rebellious and now it's just a lifestyle. It seems like a lifestyle slash medicine. Yeah. It's a medicine for some people. Yeah. It's for me, it's a light. It's a medicine for creating anxiety. Yeah. Same. It's a, it's a medicine for making me think people are mad at me. <laughs> same. <here. laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> that was a great reaction. I, I remember, Oh man, I, I want to tell you about like, the worst trip out that I had Hit with me. weed. So I'm I was, sit back with my drink. Yeah, get ready for this. I'm ready one. for this. Settle in, tuck in, grab I'll, your drink. I'll, I'll tell you mine after. <laughs> so we went to 420 at the art gallery. My birthday. You're celebrating it. Thank you. I know. And I before I ever met you. Mm. <laughs> That's the kind of connection we have. I just, just feel like I should be celebrating There's some guy's a, birthday name. Probably this cool guy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna celebrate. <laughs> So we were at the art gallery and they had all those, um, the, like the marketplace of like edibles. Yeah. And Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. You know where this is going. Um, and I bought a pot brownie. No. And I, so they say like eat half. <laughs> but Everyone has this goddamn story. I know. Including me. So I ate the whole thing cause I was hungry. That's it. <laughs> Don't hit your teeth. <laughs> I'm just so into the story. Um, I'm just so hungry. So, <laughs> so um, I eat the brownie and it kicks in and all of a sudden, like, I'm just, I can't handle the crowd anymore. And I'm like, oh, and I realize, you know, it's like maybe 4.10 and 4.20 is coming up. And I realize that if everyone starts smoking weed at 4.20 together, however I feel right You're now is going to be way worse. Yeah. So I'm like. I, I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta mm. leave. Like it was so bad. I left my phone, my wallet, my backpack, <gasps> my, everything with my boyfriend at the time. Uh-huh. He was just carrying it. And I just left. What do you have? Like a fanny pack? That was all- I had nothing. No, I just, him. I, oh, what him? Keep it in? I have a backpack or something. He like threw it all in there. So, and mm. I didn't, I didn't have any purses or anything. So I walked to the sky train and I just kind of sat on the steps at Granville oh. and I was just like, okay, people are walking by and all of a sudden a friend of mine who's coming to meet us, 
she is like getting off work at that time and it's about to turn 420 and I'm sitting in the stairs and she's like, she sees me as she's running by. She's like, Alexi. And I'm like, like I like, can't even talk. I'm like, like <laughs> and she's like, we gotta go. Like, let's go. It's almost 420. And she like then grabs my hand and we're like running through the crowd. And like, I like can't speak. I can't be like, no. And I like, can't even argue. I'm just going. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and we get right back in there, right into the center of it. Cause she's, you know, not stoned at all and wants to, you know, and uh, we go right into the center where the the worst of it is. No. Yeah. Then I, what, did you just lose it? Were you? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I greened out. I don't know. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. I, everyone who has a bad trip story from an edible is wasn't working or I was hungry. So I ate the whole thing. And I have two of those. And one one time I was, it was I have another one of those. Fuck! Two. Everyone has that story. I don't, I don't know why we don't learn our lesson. <laughs> I just realized I have two of the same story. So the next year, four twenty. Um, yeah. So I I was doing uh, is Louise Burns. I produced her first album, and we were mixing it, and we were mixing it at Mushroom Studios. And uh, the the whole thing about that studio is that it's haunted. But I'm not a ghost guy. I don't. I've never seen a ghost. I don't know how I feel about it. But when I was high on an edible, I super believed in ghosts. <laughs> and uh, and the guy there was telling me the story. So he, my friend Tristan came by and she makes them. And she gave me a hash cheesecake. And I had mm. half of it, which doesn't seem like a lot. But I guess it was because I was in hell for like five hours. And so we're mixing and it's sounding terrible to me. And then the, the, the one guy's like, yeah, one time in the seventies, they were recording here. And then these weird voice and end, ended up on the tape and you could ah. hear it. And, I'm, and that was ghosts. And then I was like, so I was thinking I heard it in the thing we were doing. And I scared myself so much that I didn't say anything. And I just went home. <laughs> like Louise texted me. She's like, where are you? And I was like, I'm at home. <laughs> I got scared. And then she didn't tell anybody. I mean, I wasn't mixing it. I was just, I produced it. So I should be there to, Mix it, you know? Mm. And then uh, this guy, Dave Ogilvy, was mixing it. And uh, I just went home and I was just trying to reset my mind for positive energy. So I went on Twitter and I was like, what's everybody's middle name? And then people were like, <laughs> someone was like, Ruby. I'm like, that's beautiful. It's a beautiful middle name. What's your middle name? Bedelia? It's gorgeous. Love that. What's yours? Jules? What is this, a jewelry store? Everybody has middle name. It's beautiful. And then Rave tweeted me. He's like, did you leave? Like he tweeted me. He didn't text me or call me. He saw me on Twitter. <laughs> and, I, and I and I tweeted him back. I'm like, yeah, I'm at home. Got too scared watching Coach Carter now. And he was like, okay, guess we'll send you the mix. And I watched, I watched Coach Carter, which is a Samuel L. Jackson movie. And being that out of my mind just really illustrated how bad the acting was. Yeah. And I was like, this is, sucks. And it's like, I'm just like, I should be working when I'm, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And then uh, it's like, when you get that high, you just got to wait it out. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. It's like, all you can do is hope for it to end. I hate that. It never feels like it's coming, but it will come. Yeah. You have a moment where you're like, this will never end. Mm -hmm. This is me now forever. Well, you will have that moment where you're like, okay, well, surely it's been like hours and it's been 10 minutes. Like, fuck. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that thing too where it's like another time I did edibles and uh, I just like, we were watching uh, Dude, Where's My Car? It was me and three other people. <laughs> and then the girl I was dating at the time, I was like, I'll be right back. And I just went to the bathroom and it was like fetal position laid on the ground because I was just too high. I feel that. And then it was like, 
one second later, I just hear a knock and it was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Why? And she's like, you've been in there for like half an hour. Oh no. I, like, oh, okay. I feel that in my soul. And then here's what happened. Then I got up and it's like, Oh, time to rejoin the party. They had left because I'd been gone for so long. So embarrassing. Oh no. It's like, oh man. I just can't do it. Like, no, me neither. It's weird. Like my friend Devon, he's never done mushrooms. He's afraid of all that stuff, but he can eat the fuck out of an edible and be fine. What? That's insane. How? I like mushrooms. Mushrooms is the best. I think they're great. Have a great time. It's fine. Um, yeah, edibles. I, I need to be in a controlled environment. though. I don't know what kind of environment would be controlled enough for me to feel good eating an edible. Well, mushrooms for me, I need to be with people I know aren't against me <laughs> and where I can just take, take a time out from socializing. So like someone's basement I trust is great. I know everyone wants to do nature. I would be into that as long as I'm not going to accidentally bump into some tourists or something or some campers. Yeah. I don't want to have a conversation with someone who's not on my level. That's what's scary when you're high is you don't want to talk to somebody who's not high because you think they're judging you. Yeah. I remember one, the first time I did acid as a teenager and I was, I was like surprised how it was making me feel. And I was like, man, I could talk to some cops right now. I yelled that. <laughs> <laughs> did you talk to I'm some good. cops? No, we were just oh, in my no. friend's basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I, I'm fine with them, like with mushrooms. I don't know. Like I've like, I've taken them and like gone out and like gone out like, to a bar. Uh, like uh, enough that you were like on planet Zebulon or no. microdose. Cause microdose is just like a natural antidepressant. Apparently like, just like a little. Yes, it is. It's great. I mean, like I'd say just a little bit, a, a toe step over the line of like microdosing. Okay. Where you're kind of like, is that. It's like a mean thing I did on mushrooms once. A mean thing? Yeah. Okay. My friends and I, when we were in high school, his parents were going out of town mm -hmm. and the plan was to do mushrooms. And we had a scary journey getting these mushrooms because <laughs> we had to take a bus to Surrey Central Station. Oh no. People get, we're getting like mugged. I got, I got in like, altercations there and stuff. It's just like a scary area to it be. It is a very scary area. Sucks there, but that's where the guy wanted to meet us to whatever. Mm -hmm. So we took a bus from Langley there and it was like, it took like hours to get them, which is weird. So like by the time we were actually doing them, it was like one in the morning, oh. which is weird. And we were filming it. It's dumb. <laughs> and there's like enough mushrooms. To, like it looked like Thanksgiving dinner. Like we thought that was funny. It's like, let's arrange it. Like it's Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, no it was like way. six of us. So we're eating them. We ate so much. Oh, enough no. that I was full. Oh, and no. And then my friend whose house we were at, his dad's a priest. So oh. we got we got like out of our mind and I went and put on his dad's priest. <laughs> and I was like skateboarding in it. And uh and we were like out of our mind. And then um uh he he would sculpt things and he was like he sculpted this weird head coming out of a vagina thing. And we were like, we had the strobe light. It's, it's like, we were just trying to like make ourselves go crazy. Oh my God. And I remember his girlfriend got the, got like naked in front of all of us and got in a bathtub and she was reaching for a strobe light. And I had like this moment was like, you're going to die if you do that. Slap oh. that out of her hand, wreck the strobe light. Strobe oh, light. Wow. And then here's the mean thing I did, which is that his parents lived in like a seventies house with shag carpeting. Oh, I love that. And I took marshmallows and I was like, felt so good. It was like, oh yeah, that's a sensation I've been waiting my whole life for. And then he laid, he laid all his vinyl out all over his bed and his girlfriend's antidepressants were all over it. And I took a jug of water and just, oh. 
like anything I thought of doing, I would just realize I was doing it. It was weird. Yeah. No. I remember I remember the jug of water was in there because that girl was drinking out of it and she went, I feel like I'm in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I have I have no stories like that. Oh, and here's another thing is that this one friend of ours who was there at the beginning was just gone for a while. And then he just was there again and he was filthy. He had a hospital bracelet oh, on. And I was like, what? It's like, dude, what happened? He's like, I got too scared, so I went home. Told my mom, she took me to the hospital. They they gave me uh, I forget what he said, like a shot or something. He's like, then it started to feel really good, and I felt guilty about it feeling good. Then I slapped the nurse on the ass. Shouldn't have done that. She got mad at me. Then my mom took me home and I snuck out through the forest and came back here. So he's like filthy. What? You're like, what? I, like I, to me, he was gone for five minutes. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. And then did you have like a moment where you're like, oh my God, how long has it been? Yeah, it, I mean, and I had to work the next day at a movie theater. And oh, I was just like, no. yeah. Um, anyway. Oh my God. I used to, it's funny how it's like, I don't know if you had that phase where it's like you discover hallucinogens and then you're super into them for a while and then, and yeah. then you overdo it. And then now you just. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like that was like me and like salvia. And the salvia is like legal as well. And it really shouldn't be. <laughs> It shouldn't be yeah. like I, I remember I went and bought it's it's like I guess it's a super hallucinogenic for like I don't know everyone says like 15 minutes it was like a minute for me it was like not really it's, it's short it's a really short experience and you mm -hmm. like smoke it, it just looks like weed mm -hmm. and yeah you buy it at the store um I I I remember like I was like in my teens I like smoked it at a skate park and it was the lowest dosage and all of a sudden I was like couldn't remember my name. And I was like, it was like, you're like inserted into this like other universe. Oh. And I was like looking at like the mountainscape, like the Burnaby mountainscape. And as I looked at it, it like melted into like these bags. And I was like, bags? oh no. Ziploc? Oh, like, like grocery bags, like Safeway bags to be specific. Thank you for specifying. <laughs> and uh, uh, my friend Coral, yeah. who was on the podcast, she was there. And she said that I kept just saying the bags, the bags, <laughs> the bags. <laughs> oh man yeah it was pretty scary like i've heard know. people talk about i forget if it's salvia or dmt but somebody said that they did it and it was 15 minutes and in that time they had a whole other life with a different family and it was yeah. years long that's so and they're scary living underwater that sounds like dmt because yeah because like i don't know salvia was like a minute this uh this friend of mine who did dmt told me that he saw a jester and then he looked online and it's like a common thing people do DMT see as a jester. The oh, same jester. That. Yeah. That's what is that? Oh, I wonder what that means. He's a clown. Well, he's a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I wouldn't want to see a jester if I'm no. I don't, I don't want to see a jester if I'm sober. No. Honestly, just watching those like the Burnaby Mountains like like melt into like these bags was yeah. just enough. I'm like, mm, it's fine. Like that's yeah. all we need. <laughs> It's interesting now because like I like drinking, but I don't like being hammered. Like I, mm -hmm. I, just, I like having the thing in moderation. Yeah. And it's like, like I said, like I like standing in a semicircle outside with my friends. That's the best. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm somewhat jealous of smokers because they're just of all the nature they get to embrace. Because <laughs> yeah. they go outside every 15 minutes. Yes, actually. And it's like, socially accepted. I, I like to just go with the smoker. I don't like to smoke yeah, myself. Maybe you, could, maybe you could start a new habit where you have to go outside. I already, I already do that. 
just going outside. If I'm like, if I'm talking to a friend that's smoking, I'll just go with them and not smoke. Oh, I, I like I I feel like even it's like like if like if we <laughs> oh. hired somebody to do a video shoot, and they're like, yeah, it's gonna have a cigarette. It's like for some reason that's fine to just be like, hey, I'm just gonna fuck off for like 15 minutes and yeah. leave you hanging, and you have to wait for me. It's like a weird thing. Yeah. But if you develop like a maybe a positive habit, like hey, I'm just gonna go pick up litter for like 15 minutes outside. <laughs> I love that. It's going to go donate to homeless people for like 15 minutes. I'll be right back. Can we do this? Can we start this? Yeah, I think so. I think you need a nice little 15 minutes out of every like couple hours. What if, well, I mean, what would be, people would look at you like you're crazy if you're like, I'm just going to go breathe pure oxygen outside in nature for 15 minutes. What's wrong with Kevy? He's crazy now. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go pollute my lungs with black tar and toxic chemicals. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. It's bizarre. I, I do you ever like, smoke? Huh? Do you ever smoke cigarettes? Um, well, I used to smoke. Uh, yes, my audience is now <laughs> laughing. Um, I, I, I think like as like a young rebellious kid, I think yeah. I on some level like wanted that to happen for me, and to not start not smoking, but not like my parents weren't smokers, so I like didn't realize that like it was a really like highly addictive sort of thing. Like yeah. especially like when you're like in your teens and like it looks like a cool thing. Yeah. You, you kind of like on some level you're like. I want to do that, but I can never get into it. Mm. I would try. <laughs> I would try. <laughs> like I'm really going to work hard at smoking this year. That's my new year's resolution. I mean, like it was just kind of a thing. Like if it came up, I was like, you know, let's just try. But then, so I never, I was never into it. I mm. never lucky. It was very lucky. Yeah. Um, but then I started working in a kitchen and that's like a big thing. Uh, you yeah, you got to yeah, smoke yeah. in the kitchen because that's the only way you get a, another break. There you go. On top of your break. Yeah. And you know, you get to go bond with the chef because the chefs always smoke. Yeah. Um, and I would always go out with him and smoke and like, it was really nice. I felt like I was like, you know, really like bonding totally. and like, you know, like I'd come back in and, and the chef would be like telling me a joke and, and maybe I could like tell him like, you know, Hey, I, I want to do this in the kitchen. I want to do that. And you would like then do that. Cause it was like, yeah. we had this nice little yeah, chat yeah, that outside. moment. Yeah. Um, but as for like getting addicted no. like yeah. I, I, as soon as I quit, I never smoked again. What have it. you been addicted? Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. I actually like just stopped drinking coffee. No, you're so cool now. <laughs> I, cause I was just telling you, I thought I had Parkinson's disease cause my hands were shaking. And then I went to the doctor and they're like, how much coffee do you drink? I'm like not much, just four venti iced Americanos every day, every single day for years. <laughs> how much do you drink this much every day? Oh, uh, stop both those things and we'll talk to you. And then it's like, Hey, my hands stopped shaking. Weird. <laughs> I remember when I first started working here, um, in my, in my office over in the other side of this building, mm -hmm. um, I would always walk in with two venti coffees in a tray for myself. Just me. And I would just <laughs> like, you look like you're headed to, it's going to meet my friends. It was a bunch of caffeine heads. It's all for you though. All for me. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I just thought that if I kept drinking the coffee, it would like make things better or yeah. like make my, like make me more like, I don't know, dialed in, but yeah. that's not the way. It actually like gives you ADHD. It's, it's way worse. Yeah. So I just quit drinking coffee and I had a hard reset where I pulled an all nighter two nights I ago. I love it. I love that. That's when you decided to go off coffee was to do an all nighter. Well, I was already kind of like playing with the idea of like stopping the whole coffee thing. And, and I hadn't drank coffee in a few days. And then when I pulled the all nighter, I'm like, let's just, I, I Googled it. I'm like, how do you do a really good all nighter? Like, how do you do it healthy? Cause I don't want to die. Yeah. Um, and I, I, they were like, drink lots of water. Don't drink coffee, eat hmm. lots of vegetables. So I'm like there at five in the morning with a big glass of water, Your no coffee, platter. carrots, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it was great. Did huh. you ever smoke? No. No? No, not even close. Like, it's weird, like, uh, it seems like a rich person's habit. Yeah. It's so goddamn expensive. It that is. being said, I was drinking so much coffee and it's sort of similar pricing, I'm assuming. <laughs> exactly. But uh, it, it, was also, it was also just like, if you're not a smoker and you're around someone who smokes a lot, like I dated a girl who smoked and I hated how her hair smelled because it mm-hmm. always smelled like cigarettes. It was gross to me. And yeah. like, if you kiss someone who smokes and you don't smoke, that's gross. And like, so, gross. so I think I was just kind of like right away. Like one of the, like one of my first girlfriends when I was like a young teenager smoked and I didn't like that. Oh, yeah. That's gross. So I think maybe that was why I never did, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, like my granny, I remember she used to smoke a lot and like I think she passed away when I was really young, but like I have this very like, um, I have this, this, just this memory of like her smelling like cigarettes and like, so I was like the smell. Yeah, some people do like that. But in the past few years, it's like really turned me off. I really like the smell of exhaust. Yeah. Maybe I'll start smoking that. <laughs> it smells great. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I are. Yeah. That's. <laughs> what? <laughs> what were you going to do? You're like, let's go. You look like you're going to suggest going and sucking on an exhaust pipe. Do you want to? Do you want to? Am I crazy or? Um, is this a thing? Like, <laughs> Are you still on your health kick? <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's funny. I was like. There's there's degrees of it. Like people mm. who vape, it's like it takes the place of that almost, but instead it just smells like pancakes or something. Yeah, so exactly. Weird. Yeah, I don't I don't do any of that for some reason. No, me yeah. neither. It's just not a thing. Like yeah. for like for some people, I I feel like it just never clicks. Yeah, and like for someone like me, where I I kind of tried to make that happen, and it I love just wouldn't happen. That was your thing you wanted to do. Like it's some so people weird. have goals. Some are more healthy than others. <laughs> I had other goals. <laughs> I know. You're a very goal-oriented person. You're not even I'm having caffeine anymore. For many God's sake. goals. I tried to get you a East Pike coffee or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> not even having it. Pike place. I, t- I turned it all down. Coffee free. Kicked the habit. Never been so turned down in my life. <laughs> um, I want to tell you this thing that I, I, was, I remembered where when I got my wisdom teeth out. Oh, my God. I, I Like, I had to... It was weird. I was had this thing where... I had an infection in my jaw and it was poisoning my bloodstream. Oh. And so I don't know what it was, but they had to remove a couple teeth along with my wisdom teeth all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I had to get like an eight hour mouth surgery. So they knocked me the fuck out before they did it. So I had to take these pills the night before and then the morning of, and then my mom picked me up. And she said I had this sign explaining to her that I had to go to the dentist. And she's like, I know that's why I'm like, I don't know. It's like I, was, I got, I took the pills and, it, and I was out of it. And then I was like, I better explain this just to make sure it goes perfect. You know, I'm like, it's like type A personality to the max where you're like out of it, but still type A. Do you still have the sign? Oh, I wish. Oh my God. It was a while ago. So she drives me there. And then when in the morning you take more of those pills and then you get there and then you're like out of it. And so. I wonder what pills they were. It was funny because they were like. It was so unprofessional. The woman, this this dental clinic's gone now, but they're like, these are basically date rate pills. I remember her saying that to me and I was like, that's unprofessional thing to say to me right now. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, I went under and then I was like asleep for most of it. And then I woke up when they were taking out my last w- wisdom tooth and it, uh, 
it didn't physically hurt, but I could still feel the sensation of them breaking it and pulling it. And I remember I was like grabbing the chair and I was like just taking it. And then um, the dentist turned around and he's doing something. And I went and put both my hands in my mouth. I just wanted to like feel what what was going. I don't know. And then he turned around. I remember he had, uh, I don't know what it was. It was some tool. And he went, what are you doing? Like, like gestured with it. Don't do that. And he was like, and then the assistant was like, yeah, that's like the worst thing you could do. Your hands are probably filthy. And I went, I just want to take this time to apologize to everybody. I got like very formal. Really? You doing a great job. I'm really sorry. My behavior here. You have been great all day. It's really sorry about that. Um, won't happen again. You got my word. Uh, it's minor discretion. Um, you just let me know what I need to do to rectify the situation. I do it. Uh, no friction from me. It's going to be smooth sailing. They're like, all right, shut up. Like I was like just talking, like just oh added it. Yeah, it was really weird. And then, uh, yeah. And then I remember they were a different dental session. Um, oh, also after that, my mom picked me up. <laughs> she said it was just being like really weird. It took me to her and my stepdad's place. And there's just this picture of me just hugging my dog. And he looked, he's making eye contact with the camera like, ah. and I was just like, I just need some positivity in my life right now. Oh my God. It's like I was traumatized from it. Oh my yeah. God. I love this. So other time I was at the dentist and they had the, the thing in your mouth where you, the, the can't talk, can't say shit the, the, gear in your mouth. <laughs> and uh, that documentary that Jack White, did had just come out where it's Jack White, the edge and one other guitar player. I can't remember who it is right now. People are listening to this or losing their mind. Cause they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and, uh, the dentist was talking to an assistant and he's like, yeah, I watched this really cool guitar player. Uh, this like mu- music documentary last night, uh, on Jack black. <laughs> and I'm in my head. I'm like, you fucking idiot. It's, it's Jack white. <laughs> and then the assistant is like, Jack black. Isn't he a comedian? And then, and then, uh, the dentist is like, he does music. And then she was like, oh yeah, he does, he does have a band cause he has a tenacious D. And so they're just both so stupid and confused. And I'm like, ah! like just, I just want to like rip some, be like, you idiot, you're wrong. Jack White doesn't do comedy. Jack Black is a different guy. He does music, but it's not just. Why would there be a documentary in Jack Black doing? I'm like losing it. Just have a lot to say. And they're say. just explaining. The, they're so stupid the way they are talking to each other, oh and they both God. have their facts all fucked up. And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, he does have a band. What's it? What is it?" And then she's like, "Tenacious D." And then he's like, "Oh, Tenacious D is Jack White's band." And I'm like, ah! "Like I'm just getting so annoyed that they have all their facts <laughs> fucked up. Like I'm like fact guy. I'm like trivia guy in yeah. a way. It killed me." Oh my so God. like an hour later, they take it out and I did. I was like, no, I know what you guys were talking about. You have your facts wrong. And uh, I just like laid it down in this like pretentious high fidelity way. And they that. were like, oh, that's funny. I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> Get it right. This like exact thing happens to me all the time at the dentist with like, I don't know. It's not as bad. That's bad. Yeah, I was losing it. Um. Yeah, no, I don't know. I like, I always try to talk to them and they're like, what? Oh, should we take this out of your, I'm like, why would they ask you questions? I know. In your mouth? They ask me questions that are not yes or no. Yeah. They ask me questions like, you know, what, what are you doing for work these days? Stop I'm it. like, you can't ask me that. Stop it. What? I can't answer you. Don't ask. 
don't tell. <laughs> Dentists, highest suicide rate in the game. They're just lonely. I don't know why I said that. Oh, that's sad. It got rough. The lonely. Is that really true? Lonely. I heard that once. Really? Really? I feel bad because my new dentist is so cool. You know, older Russian woman. And I have this tattoo. Oh, yeah. And she pulled over my lip and she was like, oh, put it in the notes. Cute tattoo. Okay. I love that. My dentist for the longest time, her name was Candy. No joke. Ed Ed Hill, the comedian. That's his mom's name. I love that. And his dad's name is Smiley. His dad is the most unsmiley person ever. When you move here from Taiwan, you get to choose your name. And that's what they chose. I feel like I shouldn't say this here, but I knew a girl that moved from from Taiwan and she, her name was, she named herself or her parents named her. Should I even say it? I'm going to say it. Her name was Winky. Oh. And she had to change her name later on because people were bullying her. That'd be funny if like she didn't know and she moved here and just like was looking for like respectable names. And so she's like, my name is now Sylvester Stallone or something, something <laughs> like <laughs> um, Mich- Michaela Slinger, a singer I produced for six of four. She has a friend whose parents let her and her little brother choose their names. So I think one of their names is slinky. Slinky. Yeah. I can't remember what the other, I'll have to fact check this, slinky? but did, Choose your own names. Wait, like so, and they're like five. Oh, so they like choose legally a name at five. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I had a lot of ideas for my name. Yeah, your name would have been like you know. I I hated my name. Megazord up. or something. Megazord. What would you have chosen your name to be? I, I mean, now I like my name, but I I tried to change my name when I was younger. Ask me I what to, I changed my name to. What did you change your name to? Jennifer Aniston. Very respectful. I like that. Very respected. Great thespian. I dig it. I like my name now, though. My middle name is Chanel. That's a great name. Like the brand. And during the full-on quarantine, I ordered a bunch of stick and poke supplies to do a tattoo, and I tattooed the Chanel logo on my arm. I love that. I love that. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay, Lexi. I think that was probably a good drink cast. I just want to thank our our um our audience. <sighs> thank you for coming out during the isolation, guys. Um, it, it's I, I appreciate you braving, you know, isolation and distancing. So I just want to thank you to our wonderful audience. If they could give us an applause, that'd be great. Just put your Pringles down and fucking clap. Thank you. Thanks. thanks. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'll do this again. Maybe we'll try two people. I think I think we should just take the one. Okay, just one person audience from now on forever. Great. Okay. Bye.